0: That tea is hot. Jeez. Oh, that sounds like I'm about to start like, talking about some <laughs> drama or some shit. <laughs> no, I actually have tea here because I just ate a bunch of ice cream because Grayson forced me to eat a bunch of ice cream with him. Vegan, obviously. It wasn't, and it, it wasn't forceful. Yeah, it was. You, you had my no, face just, in the bowl. It was just kind of like a follow the leader type deal. Like I was like, hey, I'm going to get another one. You're like, well, then get me one. <laughs> well, yeah, because I can't let you outdo me. Well, Just like I didn't let you get me a better housewarming gift than the one I got you. Uh, thanks. Hey, I would say that they both have a lot of sentimental value. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm wearing mine right now, actually, and, it, and it's making me happy. I got a big smile on my face. But anyway, back to why I'm drinking tea is because when my mouth gets too cold, I like, can't speak you know, because then my tongue gets numb and it moves a lot slower than my brain. So I'm drinking really hot tea to try to like, counteract the freezing cold ice cream so that I can speak correctly on this podcast. I'm surprised that I can even talk right now. I got up at 4.30 and before 6 a.m., I walked four miles uphill. Like, I went on, like, a, a neighborhood walk up up the big hills. And, yeah, that's how I started my day. That's I, about the most psychotic shit I've ever Well, I that. woke up in the middle of the night, and I was, like, very just kind of restless, I think, because of the occasion. And I had a lot going through my mind. a lot of, like, n- inspirational ideas and stuff started, like, hitting me today. Like, it was, like, channeling these, like, this crazy motivation. It's good. And, um... Like I started, I started writing things in my notes because, just the other night, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning to like because I had to pee. Sorry, I just almost threw up in my mouth. I had so much ice cream. All right. I had three pints. I Actually, did. what did I have four? I had four pints.
1: I did too. That's a lot of ice cream. Welcome yeah. to the big boy club. It's
0: cheat day, Sunday, Sunday. All right, well, not cheat day. It was, it was healthy ice cheat cream. Meal too. day. It was healthy ice cream, but yeah. when you have that much of it becomes not healthy <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, like I was saying, I woke up in the middle of the night to pee the other night and and I like as I closed my eyes, like, I got out of the bathroom I came back to the bed, and I closed my eyes to like go back to sleep, and I was really tired. I got hit out of nowhere, just smacked across the face with this like semi or what i what I thought was a brilliant YouTube idea, and when this happens. There is one to two outcomes. You write it down in your notes and you wake up in the morning and you look at the idea and you say, what the fuck was I thinking? Or you look at the note and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? How did I think of that? And I woke up the next day and I was like, oh man, I I had an idea last night. Like somebody reminded me that I had an idea. And I was like, did I get around to writing it in my notes or did I just fall back to sleep? I looked at my notes. There's a fucking banger YouTube idea in my notes. There is? And I thought of it when I was unconscious, which is kind of funny. Like, I was basically dreaming, and I wrote down a YouTube video idea. And that's kind of what happened to me last night. I woke up, and I started writing ideas down for Heart, our fragrance company. Or I should say our scent company. I don't know why. And then um, I woke up in the morning, and that idea was pretty good, too. But this time in the morning was 4.30 a.m., and then I just decided to stay up because um, today's Father's Day, and... Father's Day for me is, uh, I guess I would describe it as a, I don't know how I would describe it. Yeah, it, it we celebrate differently than we are used to. It's uh, we're trying to figure out. You know what I mean? It's like a, d- a different way of celebrating. Mm-hmm. Um, so after 19 years, we were celebrating every day with our dad and getting him gifts and doing all that stuff. Some father and son time. And now it's just we have to kind of adapt and f- and figure out another way to have uh, father and son time, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the celebration doesn't end. Does, yeah. Um, my friend texted me something really great this morning, and, and um, I got a text from a lot of friends, and they all made me really happy. Um, just like remembering my dad and certain little stories about him, because, um, you know, it's like the little things that you miss the most, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of my friends said, uh, you know, take the day to worship the man that your dad was because he, like, really embodied the word man and, and what, you know, that should be and embodied the word dad. And I was like, wow, uh, thank thank you for putting it like that. So I did. I decided to, you know, kind of worship the, the person that my dad was today. And while I was having, you know, a shitty morning, I realized that it didn't mean I had to have a shitty day. Um I don't I don't really think my dad had many bad days while he was here. Yeah. So I I just decided that I wanted to live today with the love for life that my dad had every single day while he was here. And, and that's part of the reason why I I I mean Ethan called it psychotically before but I mean and any other day it would be but I, you gotta, I got you gotta up and I went today. for a, I went for a walk out of just kind of my my pure appreciation for life and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of that was like energy I was receiving from remembering my dad and like this day being so significant to Mm -hmm. to him and and to all fathers out there but I was going on this walk and I was looking at the neighborhood that I live in differently and I was looking at each house and I was finding little things to not even that I was like oh I'm going to change my perspective today and I'm going to think of things positively like my dad that it was just like naturally coming to me I was like looking at houses and I was like oh that mailbox is cute or look at that walkway like this person designed their front door really nice and oh, I love where I live. And I just had like this crazy appreciation for life today. And even though, you know, you may think of someone who, who recently lost a father, you know, on father's day, it, 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 you could imagine to be tough. And it is, I'm not going to lie. I, I couldn't help but have a smile on my face yeah. because I was just kind of like, I was, I was living life the way my dad always did. And he, he just had like the most positive outlook on it. Always had a fucking smile on his face, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. And uh on my walk I was like, oh, it's four thirty A.m. I, I didn't get that much sleep and maybe I should go home and rest. And then by the time I got to this top of this hill, I was like, Wow, like life is fucking beautiful. I'm not gonna sleep. Like I don't I don't feel really – I don't really feel tired. I just kinda feel inspired to to enjoy this day. And so I ran, not not ran. I ran a little bit, and then I got tired and then I walked the rest of the way. Home. Yeah, probably because it was four thirty a.m. You got two hours of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I walked. Through, by the way, I got home at six thirty, so I was walking for like two hours, Jeez. couple miles, and uh, I felt good though. And then I yeah, so you deserve the cheat day that we just had. Yeah, I guess so. So I ran, I ran home, and uh, I packed up our Sprinter van with my surfboards, and I I went to Malibu with a friend. And we had a little surf session, like, before 8 a.m., and it was just, like, there was, like, it was, like, it was, like, a magical morning, and it, like, I don't know, I, like, spiritually, maybe that's, like, was because of my my dad, you know, like, he just kind of, there was dolphins right next to me when I was surfing, like, and it was just so peaceful, the water was, like, glass, the waves were, like, almost, like, perfect, like, they were, like, beautiful, not perfect for surfing, I fucking ate shit, but they looked really nice. It was like a pic- picturesque morning. And uh, I don't know. My dad my dad loved Malibu. Whenever he came to visit us, he would always like go on hikes and stuff when he could, when he was healthy. Um, and I think I just like really, uh, I, f- I just felt him in spirit like so strongly today and this morning. And it was just a g- like a good way to kick off my day. And then I came home and had a healthy breakfast and worked out and worked on myself and, you know, our, our company and, like, content and shit like that. And then uh, and then it got a little rocky, like, this afternoon. Things started to, like, trigger me. Like, I was talking to Ethan, and I was he was like, man, you know, like, w- when we say it's the little things, it's like... It really is. Like, today, I just wanted to... I mean, sorry, I don't mean to take it from you here, but no, I, just to touch on, like, the little things. Like, today, I just wanted to wake up and, you know, present my dad... His gift that I got him, like I did every you know year for eighteen years of my life, um, and I couldn't. So that's that was kind of a bummer. But I guess it's just I, I know exactly what my dad would say, no matter like what gift I got him. I know exactly what he would say, and and how appreciative he'd be. I, I could really feel it. Um, but it's just like that that reaction that I want to see. You know what I mean? Do you you mm-hmm. want the it, facial expression, the even facial though I, even expression. though I can see it so vividly it's just like uh you know fuck it's the it's it's the little things yeah it's like that's why it's like i want to get my dad a materialistic item and see his reaction to it and like obviously we're taught on this planet that materialism is not the way and it's not important and it really isn't because you don't bring it with you when you leave this world and uh human connection is definitely the most important thing. But I guess, like, when you take that away from someone, they start to think about other things that maybe, I don't know. It's just, it's it's yeah. it's pretty fucking confusing, to be honest. But, yeah, it, so, like, the materialist, like, I wanted to get him a materialistic item. I wanted to get him a watch, you know? Gray and I have gotten into watches, and it would be, like, something, you know, Gray and I have watches together to remember certain things, and I wanted to get my dad one so we could remember, you know, like, our bond together. But not that we need that to do that. It's just, like, it is a little things. And the things that we're taught that are unimportant... In this life, are the things that I like to think about the most when I when I think about my dad. I don't know. I was like, I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, it, it definitely does. I yeah. mean, it makes sense to me. And like to, I don't know. Like today was just today's very confusing. And when I when I do think about the little things, I get kind of like frustrated. Like the the emotion of like anger and frustration that like comes out of me. Mm. When I think about like it on a like a broader scale, like. Just like his outlook on life and stuff, I I, I'm like filled with happiness. But then I like, I'll think about oh man, like it would have been nice to like wake up and hear him singing down in the kitchen this morning, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, like it makes me want to like fucking hit something, but
1: yeah, yeah, it's not easy. I mean, it's one of those things like you said, confusing is definitely the way to describe it. But when you talked about the gifts, Ethan, did you ever have like certain gifts that you got your dad that you remember? Uh, Because I remember like specific Father's Day gifts and stuff like that.
0: Um. Yeah, I remember one time uh we got him Rangers tickets. Nice. Uh this favorite hockey team. And when he was like going to go take a shower, uh we <laughs> we taped them on his uh shower door. <laughs> so when he walked into the bathroom, like we heard him like like cheering from outside <laughs> the bathroom. It was funny. That's great. He was <laughs> yeah, we, he's fucking yeah, that's funny. Was it the I year we got him season tickets? Cause it was like out of season, right? Right, and we got him yeah. tickets, so he knew that we had like the whole season to go see games together. Wow. And we got like it was like two tickets for every game, so he would take me, and then he would go and take my sister, and then he'd go take Gray. Um, so he'd alternate all of us for every game. Something I will say today, or maybe even as of lately, like I'm, I'm like finally really able to like recall memories of my dad when he was healthy. And for a long time, I was just kind of like. Because he was sick for two years, and, like, noticeably. And uh, that was, like, the, the most recent, uh, like, of times, like, that, it, that I was, like, with him and stuff is when he was sick. And, uh, like, re- as of recently, I've been, like, really able to, like, recall times, like, when he was healthy and, like, good memories and shit from a little bit farther in the past. And, and today, like, I just had, like, a good time, like, remembering all that shit, so. That's what it's about. Ryan, you helped me out a lot, man, like. Thanks. Um, Ryan lost his mother to cancer as well. Mm-hmm. And it was about four, 13
1: years ago. You said? Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, she got cancer when I was 10. She passed away when I was 16. So, yeah, decent chunk.
0: And um, Ryan assured me something that I, that was always really stressing me out and like weighing on my, just, it was just like, it was just weighing on me. And, um, something I like to do before I go to bed is like, kind of just like, I I talk to my dad every night and then I like remember like what it was like to like see him smile and and like give him a hug. Good night. And I could like feel it still. Mm. And every night, I'm not going to lie. I was always like, shit. Like, I hope I could always remember like the way his face looked when he smiled and, like the way it felt to hug him good night and uh kind of out of the blue when I wasn't really even talking about it Ryan just said in our in in our group chat he was a hey I just want to let you guys know that you know it's it's been a long time without my mom and like I could I can assure you that her 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 picture is so vivid in my head still and I could remember her voice and like her energy and all that stuff and, and everything, I, everything about her like physically. Yeah. yeah. It was that. kind of like, every, it was, and that was like, I, I needed to hear that so much. So I want to share with, with you guys, if you ever lost someone, um, the feeling has not gone away for me at all. The, 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 the feeling of my dad's hug and like seeing his expression to things and, Knowing what he would say and hearing his voice, like it all it's like it was yesterday. Yeah. And uh I think just Ryan telling me that and that he hasn't lost it, like it's giving me more confidence and just just made me feel so much better. So yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Ryan. Of course. I wanted to share that with, with anybody out there who's lost someone who who may have worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely found a lot of comfort from hearing that. because like that's your biggest fear. You don't wanna ever forget. You know what I mean? Especially someone as close as, as I was to my dad, um, he was, like, I always say he's, like, our, th- our third triplet. Like, it was me grand, my dad always. That's what it was um, since we were, like, obviously zero years old because <laughs> uh, he raised us. But, yeah, and it, you just don't ever think that you'd ever forget what someone looks like when, you know, because you, you go really some sometime without seeing a friend for a little while and they come back, you're like, oh, my God, like, you, you – you look so different. Like you look taller. You look in, and I was like, uh, I hope I don't like start to like lose the image of my dad in my head. But you know it was really comforting hearing that I, I won't ever.
1: Well, I'm glad
0: from someone who's been through it. So thanks. I really appreciate that, Ryan.
1: I think the thing that I realized too is like, <clears throat> you know, you guys were young too. Like you don't. There's no like handbook for like dealing with loss. You know, and mm-hmm. sometimes advice like that. I couldn't give that advice until recently because it wasn't advice I really realized until recently. Yeah. And then when I see my friends going through that, let alone my best friends, I think it's important to share stuff like that. So I think hopefully maybe some people listening with you saying that, Grayson, it'll help them. So. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Something I wanted to pass along. I also so- remember like my dad's mannerisms and stuff, like out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. Like Grayson will do something. Or say something and it'll be like exactly how my dad would either say it or do it. And I'm like, bro, you just look exactly like dad. What the fuck? And then we laugh because my dad was such a fucking funny guy. There was no time that like I was ever serious with my dad really. I mean I I was, but it's like we always found humor in everything. So whenever Grayson and I are like, <laughs> dude, you look like dad, we just start fucking laughing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, your so dad's one of those guys years. where <clears throat> I feel like if he wanted to do twenty things, like let's say he said I'm going to be a stand-up comic, I I literally believe he could have. I think he could have been a singer. I think he could have been like your dad was one of those guys where I feel like he could have done twenty things. If he wanted to, yeah, was he was just that good at um, those those little things. Thanks, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, he he really did do everything, and and through creating the documentary that we made about him, like I realized how much he really did. Talking to all of his friends and my family members and hearing stories that I never heard about him before, um, and even just taking a deeper dive into his life through photos and videos, he did so much, and he was so good at everything. Yeah, he um, was he was a, a well rounded guy. Like I always say, even if my dad like wasn't even, like, wasn't my dad. And he was, like, one of my friend's dads or maybe even a guy I just bumped into on the street. I'd, like, I'd feel that, like, pure energy from him. I'd be like, wow, that guy guy was fucking nice. You know, that guy was cool. He was just so sweet. And it's, like, very very little, like, of my friend's parents can I, like, have a conversation with and it not get awkward at all because of, like, the generation barrier. You know what I mean? But, like, it was so weird that, like, when my dad would hang around my friends, I was never, like, oh, dad, get away. Like, you know, like, you don't know what we're talking about. He just knew shit and all my friends like would kind of like be talking to my dad without me even there when I'd like go away, like go upstairs or something and i don't know everybody just like he was just one of those people that just i don't know made you feel comfortable and like you you could just talk about fucking anything with him which was really cool yeah and um same with one of my friends dads who who also unfortunately passed away due to cancer uh, around the same time as my dad so i mean it's just crazy I, that such terrible things happen to pure people, but I I don't know. I can go on forever about that. It's just, it'll never really make sense in my head. I heard a quote the other day and it said that, um, and like, this isn't meant to sound like morbid, but like, it's like when, uh, say like a young, young girl, for example, like is out in like a a flower patch, like, Mm -hmm. and she wants to pick flowers and bring them home. She's always going to pick the, the close to perfect ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. And someone made that analogy, then that's kind of, like, what God does. He he kind of, like, picks back the close to perfect ones. Yeah. And yeah, I guess because if you think about a flower, like, no matter what point it grows to, if it looks close to perfect, you're going to pick it. Yep. You know what I mean? And my dad was young. He was. Uh, he lived 49 years of his life before he passed away. So, you know, that's young, as we know, and on, on earth in this day and age. to to pass away but I guess if in God's eyes he was close to perfect then it was his time to get picked Mm
1: -hmm. which is I don't know
0: you just find comfort in little things like that
1: yeah I think like um I think I don't know if you agree with this but like when that first happens Mm -hmm. I don't even know if you like when you first lose a parent, you don't even like your brain goes away, kind of. Like, yeah. I, I just remember almost losing the ability to think properly for a while. Mm-hmm. And then once you kind of get yourself out of that and start to like, like the little things, like you said, like just an analogy like that, it is really comforting. Like, mm-hmm. even if, even if it's just a thing and it's just about flowers, like even you saying that made me go, that's nice to hear. Like, you know, and it's, it's, it's interesting that I feel like everybody who lost someone when they heard you say that was probably like, oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah. It's like collectively we all, yeah, feel yeah. I mean, feel it at this point. Once you've lost someone, like, it's
0: okay to find comfort in things that are like, you know, quote unquote sad. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a sad analogy. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's it's okay to find comfort in that because what else are you gonna do? Just not not want to hear anything that's, uh, so, I mean, I guess somewhat promising. Yeah, I, I just. I don't know. It's so hard to pinpoint even like your emotions uh, and and how you even feel from hearing certain things or thinking certain things. It's just, I don't know. That's probably why I'm not making sense while I'm talking right now. It's just, it's so, it's so hard. It's something that a human being's mind will never be able to like conceptualize. To me, I think like, like I always thought, because when I thought of good people passing away, like firsthand, the ones that I've experienced have all been from cancer. Yeah. And, um, they, they all and it wasn't it couldn't have been coincidentally they all like withheld that same like genuine energy mm-hmm. and I don't know I think that like no no matter what like I and I was like oh I was like oh like because cancer would make sense that like God would put it in them and that was His way of taking them back and I always thought like that because it was like I knew three people that were all like angels walked like on, on Earth and then. They were all taken by cancer. Hmm. People that I've had in my life, and um, yeah, it was like the, it's like the genuine energy. And then uh, recently, like we all know someone who who withheld like a really similar genuine en- energy, who who was taken um, in an accident. And I just think that God has his. Ways of just making, sh- like, sure he has them back because, like, it is their time and they do deserve to be somewhere better. Yeah.
1: I think also that maybe they, they pick those people because they know that that person can make such a big difference. Something like that happening tragically can make so many people really realize certain things that will help them in the long run. And it takes a really special person to be able to affect so many people. It's somebody that can speak really well and can be emotional with people. It's not everybody can do that. Someone like your dad can do that. You know, where like your dad reached such a big bubble of people that it was almost alarming in your area. Like how many people knew your dad? I actually don't think one person did not So I think that they, you know, whether it's God or anyone picks that certain person because he knows that someone like your father had the ability to change the perception of possibly millions of people. Yeah,
0: that's a really good point, Ryan. That's a really, really great way to put it. I've never really heard it like that before. Yeah, and I also will say to, to people who have who've lost anyone in any capacity, who dealt with loss in any capacity, um, y- you will hear new things that will bring you comfort as time goes on, you know? Mm-hmm. So I remember last year was our first Father's Day with our dad, and... Um, I was just like, there's, there's nothing that could ever make this day better. It's gonna come every single year. I'm gonna dread it, and nothing that anyone could, anyone could tell me could ever change the way I feel on this day. And look at us today having this conversation. You told me that, that flower picking analogy, and then Ryan, you just told me that about how when, when people are taken, maybe it's because, they their message can be spread in an even broader spectrum. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just little things like that will definitely bring you comfort. As time goes on, you'll hear more and more of it. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, lately I was thinking of, like, how much I've really changed. And, I mean, in my opinion, I think I've grown a lot personally since my I lost my dad. And uh, I was like, damn. I was in the car the other day, and I was just like, I really wish I could, like, my dad could see the man I am right now. Yeah. But, like, I I thought, like, further, and and I was, like, I think that the reason I am the man I am right now is because I lost my dad. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to, like, sound humble or, like, discredit myself or, like, fish or shit. Like, I actually think I would be, like, a fourth of the man I am right now if I didn't lose my dad. Like, I, I really feel like I'm trying to live up to, to all of like his amazing qualities. And I do feel like a piece of him is, is inside of me now. Mm. And I can feel it come out. Like, like how Ethan said, like sometimes he'll, he like, yo you reminded me of dad there and I can see it in Ethan too. It's just like, like when, when I, when I say something, I'm like, whoa, that sounded like my dad said it. Yeah. Like I really feel like we're just kind of like, so connected. Yeah. Sometimes like I'll, something will seem like such a task or such a mission. And I know that the result will be positive from whatever this mission is. And, you know, if I get lazy or if I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's going to be too much of a headache. I I really do remember my dad. And there's times where Grayson and I will be talking about things like this. And Grayson's like, hey, dad would have done it, right? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And then I step up and I do it. And I think that's that's where you know, I start to fill in for my dad and and the man he was. And that's what I took today to reflect on, like, all of those things. What would my dad do in this situation? How would my dad act if this happened? And I don't know. I think it's prepared me and changed my perspective from the future, you know, from this day on, on, you know, how I should handle things because I respected the way that my dad handled things so much. I want to be able to respect the way that I handle things. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, to tell you the truth, I was not going to record this podcast today. Mm -hmm. No, we weren't. Mm -hmm. I, I was in a Zoom meeting on on our laptop and I was like, Ethan, you talk, bro. I can't even talk. I got up so early and like, I'm just like, so confused and I have so many like running thoughts right now and my mind's just racing and I can't comprehend like anything I'm feeling today. And I still somewhat feel like that right now. I think it, I'm like very comforted just being here with Ethan and Ryan because we all have, a way that we can relate to this in. Yeah. And, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are listening too. And yeah. you guys are just so understanding and um, hear us out all the time. And yeah. I really appreciate that. So this is like my and, safe and, place. And when and I'm on the got, podcast, I feel safe. Yeah. But in any capacity, if you've lost someone or maybe there's just a friend that's not in your life at the moment, like I know you guys understand. Like I know it, mm-hmm. it, it, a lot of things are relative and you can make connections to everything. So yeah. Thank you guys for being understanding. But... I wasn't going to look at this. I, I, I mean, I wasn't going to record this podcast. I looked at Ethan in the face, and I was like, yo, E, look, look at me. I cannot record tonight. Mm-hmm. And I was at the island, and then I was like, fuck. And I was looking at Ethan, and I was thinking of my dad, and I was like, "My, if my dad were me, he would record this podcast. Because we, we have a lot of shit to do tomorrow. We, Like, tomorrow's a new day, and... Like, life goes on. We have obligations and, and things we got to do. And I was, and, and like, with, with everything that's going on in our lives, things are pretty stressful. We got to, like, we're, we're going to, like, rent a house somewhere else. Or we're moving and all all this shit. So we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have been able to record tomorrow. And I was like, we can't, obviously, we're not going to miss a podcast. Like, I, I love this fucking podcast. And I looked at Ethan and I was like, okay, yeah. In my head, I was like, Dad would record. I'm recording. And I was like, no, nah, yeah, just, and I texted Ryan. I was like, yeah, come over. And, uh, I feel good right now. I'm so glad we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And that was like really a piece of my dad in me that that got me here to this better place. Yeah. So
1: Ryan, can you relate to that in any way? I I think you definitely can. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think, um, especially when it was coming to like decisions in my life about, um, just like what I wanted to do and things. And my mom was always very good with me. Creatively like always pushing me to be creative and yeah. always pushing me and times where I was going to go one direction I would just think like man if She was like right there. What would she be doing? And I could always see her like pointing that other direction like Focus on your happiness get yeah. stuff done, you know, do what you can do what you know She used to say stuff like that when I would like ask her first She'd say do what You know, you know a lot do what You know, don't force it Just yeah. do your part whatever and that stuff always replays and that'll replay in your head You'll hear your dad for the rest of your life, and it's so comforting. Yeah. It, you know, especially people at home, like it's such a comforting thing when you hear that voice every now and then, because you're like, "Ooh, okay." It's a nice reminder. So, I'm gonna share something, and like, I, Wait, I just want to say I,
0: before you, can you just hold that? Because I, I, just wanted like, I want to tell Ryan that like that what you just said gave me the chills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I could relate to it so heavily. Yeah. And like we haven't even talked about that no. before in our in our lives. like Do no. You know that is fucking dope. And um, you should get a tat like that. I should get a tat like that, yeah. And I uh, and and I wanted to say that I think you, I when I, when I opened this, I asked you. I said, can you relate to that? I feel like you definitely can, and I said you definitely can because I, I really do feel like you have like your your mom is like seems so angelic, just like everything you've described about her, and just yeah. like when you even say like my mom, it just this aura glows, and just like I could tell like Bro, I feel that she too. was such a great woman, yeah, yeah. dude. Like percent. I like I like she feels like an angel to me, and I never met her. And I, and I can see that that's living inside of you. And that's why I said I feel like that's you great. definitely can. I, th- I think there's
1: this really cool thing. So sorry, like, I think we are blessed, and we were blessed with really great parents. Because mm-hmm. the fact that we get to talk about our parents, even if they're not here, like these rock stars, because they really were. Mm-hmm. Man, like that's what I think makes this so much easier. Because mm-hmm. your dad, my mom, and a lot of people listening, their parents, whatever it may be, were probably such good people that... It's just gonna motivate you forever. Like, honest, I, I would literally will motivate me forever for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. to do what you know thing is really great. I'm gonna share like something that my dad told me. Um, this is like more like when he got sicker and stuff. And I, I don't want to say I didn't want to like really say it just because I feel like it's not like necessarily the healthiest thing, but it does um, motivate you. It does. Yeah, I mean, it it changes my perspective a lot, mm. and it it does affect me and my life every day, but. I I remember since my dad you know got sick and he, and he was you know uh coming to the the end of it with the uh battle against cancer um there was a point in his life where he kind of realized that uh you know cancer could eventually possibly take his life and we had serious conversations here and there. And my dad had absolutely never shown any signs of giving up at all. Not a shadow of doubt about beating cancer, ever. Um, but, you know, sometimes we'd have realistic conversations. And this might—this may have even been a time where he wasn't even as sick as he got to. Um, but he, he told me, like, like, we were just talking about, you know, when he passes away, you know what I mean? Because I think we were talking about my great-grandma who passed away and how upset we all were. and He just was, like, telling me, listen, man, like, w- when I pass away, like, you know me, Ethan, and, like, just, listen, don't you fucking cry. And that's what he told me. And since my dad's passed away, I've had trouble, honestly, like, crying. And I kind of felt like a little bit of a, I guess, I don't know, what, like who, who, doesn't cry when they lose their best friend like shouldn't I be crying 24 7 I mean obviously I've cried but I'm like I I, I definitely haven't cried enough and I just realized like every time I'm about to cry about anything my dad comes in my head and he says don't you fucking cry and I it honestly no I'm not saying that crying is not a sign of strength I believe it is but it I think it just helps me you know, like as as crying helps you, like you know, when you will have a really good cry about something, and then you feel better afterwards. Mm-hmm. What my dad told me sometimes allows me to skip that maybe 10-15 minute period of like just bawling my eyes out, and and feeling better after that. It just makes me feel better when I hear his voice say, "Don't you fucking cry." Yeah, because I just know he's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I don't know. It's just one of those things. One of those things that he told me that it just replays in my head all the time. And uh it, it gives me strength. Yeah. Like I remember I remember being in the room when he said that and like you saying that and it put me back in the room when he said it and dude, it feels like it doesn't feel like dad's been gone for two years. No. It doesn't feel like he's been gone a day. And I think that's a great thing, but it's so confusing. Because that, because his picture is so vivid in my head, and it's like, like when I when I remember his face, it's so familiar. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like I won't be able to see it while while I'm here on Earth. I mean, in pictures, like I will, we've been but talking not I mean, like, we like physically. We see it every day in our heads now. Yeah, I know. And it won't go away. Yeah. And I really like like when I was on a walk this morning, my dad was with me. Yeah, oh, for sure. If my dad was sick in in his chair. He wouldn't have been with me on that walk. That's true. You know. Yeah.
1: So you probably wouldn't have went on that walk anyway in the first place. You're right. Yeah. You I went would, on the
0: I went. I literally went on a walk with my dad this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what I did. You know what's strange? I haven't been sleeping lately. I've been actually like, contemplating if something's wrong with me, because as you guys know, Grayson's the early riser. I'm the one who likes to sleep a lot. Um, I haven't been staying up late. I've been getting tired around eleven and then I'll wake up at least five times in the middle of the night, restless, and then I'll probably be out of bed by like six, Um, or, or even earlier, but like, it's like, I don't get seven hours of sleep. I'm getting like five hours of sleep tops. And it's been like that for the past two weeks. And I really like love sleep. I feel like I cannot perform at my best unless I have a full like eight hours of sleep started to feel sick after like two days not sleeping and then I started to like trip out because I'm a hypochondriac and I'm like, I'm getting sick. So I love sleeping and I haven't been able to do that. And today, on the day where I least expected it, I got nine hours of sleep. I fell asleep at 11 and I got up at 8, like a perfect nine hours of sleep. And I didn't wake up once in the middle of the night. I when I woke up in the morning I actually thought it was gonna be two AM because that's what I was used to seeing on the clock. And I was like, Wow, it's like a nice, peaceful morning, and I feel well rested for the first time in forever. And you know, maybe maybe dad helped me, you know? Yeah. Just that calming energy that like he he's always given me my whole life. Um, on a day where like I I anticipated thinking about him a little bit like more than than usual and facing things that I push off sometimes. I was, you know, a little bit anxious about today and, um, I got a nice nine hours of sleep to get me ready for the day. Yeah. I wouldn't even say maybe dad helped you. I would say no, he did. Yeah. I, I have, I need to like rehearse this story because there's a lot of details in it and I don't want to fuck it up. You got to write some stuff down and I got to write it down. But something happened to me that literally like 100%, like to me, 100% confirmed that my dad will always be, be living with me, like inside of me and over me. And, and I, I have confirmation and it's like, it's no bullshit. I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, I, you know, I saw a shadow out of the corner of my eye and you know, and if that is your sign, then take it because I think that anything can be a sign. Mm -hmm. If you feel that it is, then it, then it probably is. Mm -hmm. But I had like, like so many things align at one time and, uh, it was just like a complete confirmation that my dad will be with me. Confirmation to me, and um, I have one of those stories as well. I'd like to tell that in probably a future episode when, yeah, I could just write it down and and kind of like go through that whole story. So I just I just want to feel like I really told it and and told every. I don't, don't want to miss a detail. So yeah, I have one of those as well. I'll tell def- that in a, in I a future. I like definitely so. my thoughts. Um, but uh, yeah So I mean With that being said That story's to come But with that being said Take Take every sign you get Cause I've gotten a lot And they've Like really heavily Swayed my life In a positive direction mm-hmm. Little signs from my dad And And also Sometimes you You could You could ask for a sign Or you could ask for an answer And you'll probably get one quick Like I know I knew my dad so well That I could be like oh, fuck, I really want to do this right now. Dad, should I do it? And he'll say no, and I'm like, eh, and I'm not. And I don't do it because <laughs> it'll be something stupid. Like, oh, should I, should I like, go down this hill on my skateboard? Like, I just did that hill. This one's a little bigger. Dad, should I do it? And he'll be like, nope. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I had fun in the other hill. I'm just going to fucking not <laughs> bomb this hill and, and possibly get hurt. It's like he's like my second conscience. Yeah. And, uh, and I listen to him because I know what he would say. But Father's Day is a beautiful thing and being a father is a beautiful thing and having a father is a beautiful thing. Yeah. You don't need any of those to celebrate Father's Day, though, I believe. Yeah. Um a father figure is a really important figure. And whether you have a grandparent who is that for you, whether you have a friend who is that for you. Whether your whether, whether yeah, yeah, whether it's your mother, whether it is yourself. Um this day is a day to celebrate for sure, you know, because we're all we're all little little human beings that look like aliens, and then we're <laughs> raised by someone who is a, fa- a father figure to us, yeah. you know. Just thinking about Father's Day and thinking about my, my dad every single day has taught me, his um, how special it will be when I'm a father. Just because like I'm in a rush, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But <laughs> Grayson Grayson really wants to be. I a just dad uh, I think that ASAP. like. <laughs> I, I would say at the top of my goals list Is being a father Oh me too And that's th- that was definitely not even a thing That I really thought about Until I lost my dad um, Yeah I, I, I think about it every day now Because I'm like wow My life Like I, I, I'm living for my dad right now Everything that I do is to Is to make him proud And If I could have that effect on someone That's a beautiful thing Yeah And I know one day I will and i'm really excited for that day i must admit and uh so when grayson uh has baby fever i must now say that i understand yeah <laughs> and daddy jokes aside i know that people have called me that and uh I've, you know i've played into it a little bit but um <laughs> you know two people today texted me happy father's day and they didn't say like they didn't really say like you know they didn't say daddy no they didn't mean it like you're a father <laughs> it, but they texted me happy Father's Day because they they did do, send a follow-up message that said like something along the lines that like I, I'm doing a great job honoring my dad and that he's living inside of me and like those were really meaningful texts mm. and so special that that pe- two two people like who were close to me had thought like that mm-hmm. and you know said like I don't know I just really I really fucking appreciated that it was, like, uh, one of, it was like one of the coolest compliments.
1: Yeah, that is a really unique compliment, and it's really nice.
0: This was a more sentimental one. Um, got a little... We got a little... You got deeper. Yeah, yeah. we did get deeper. Dude, I, I learned a lot on this podcast. I did. I'm I saying. learned
1: a lot. <laughs> Legit. Between
0: us three, I learned a lot from a guy who looks exactly <laughs> like me now, who I thought I knew everything that he knew, right. but apparently I didn't, and I learned from you, and then I learned a couple of things from my best friend who I thought I also knew everything about, but that, that's amazing. We got a lot to talk about. I'm glad we have this <laughs> podcast. Yeah.
1: That's good.
0: And, uh, I hope you guys learned something and, um, thank you so much for listening to us speak about things that we feel so passionately about. Thank you guys for being there for us. And most importantly, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is one of my favorite things to do ever is just podcast. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't even want to do it tonight. So we absolutely didn't have a plan for what we were going to talk about today. And mm-hmm. I, th- I had a better conversation with you guys than I've had with anyone in the past year. This yep. this conversation was something I needed today. Mm-hmm. If I went to bed without this conversation, I would not feel as good as I'm batted laying my head on my pillow right now. Yeah. yeah. We really appreciate every single one of you guys listening. Um, and we want to give four of you guys a shout out. Yeah. First one is Joanna at Orphic. Grayson, what does Orphic mean?
1: I thought about it for a long time, but I couldn't find much information on it. But really, You I looked thought, it up. I, yeah, I thought it was a cool word though. Orphic couldn't see much. I, th- I swear I saw a vacuum cleaner pop up. Okay,
0: well let's let's hope it means that and nothing else.
1: <laughs> nothing bad. <laughs> All her tweets were so nice and supportive. Okay. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure Joanna <laughs> was an so nice. Okay, if it means anything bad, it's a type.
0: No. Yes, we love you, Joanna. Um, Orphic at Orphic Grayson, and also Angie at Dolan's smiles three. Thank you, Angie here. Can I have a three has become one of my uh, favorite numbers. It was always one of those numbers where I was like, it's an odd number. And it was like against my OCD ways, but I have grown to love the number three. And now it's actually one of my favorites. And I have three, three, three tatted on the back of my neck. Full circle. Just wanted to give you uh, <laughs> that little bit of information, Angie. So love you, Angie. Um, Also, special shout-out to Lauren at Lauren. I'm going to go for Priggy16. Let me confirm because you are dyslexic. It's P-R-I-G-G-E. Prigé.
1: It got me, too. I thought Priggy Priggy was the first thing in my mind, but. All right, whatever. Priggy sounds pretty.
0: Sorry, but I'm going to say Priggy. Mm -hmm. 16. Um, Love you, Lauren, and Marjorie. Marjorie? Sorry, I talked over you. Marjorie. Marjorie? M-A-R-J-O-R-I-E.
1: That's a cool name. That Mar- is a cool <laughs> name, yeah. You said
0: Marjorie.
1: <laughs> Majority rules.
0: Uh, I, I did say it like that, and I'm sorry I said the sil- syllable a little bit weird. Unless it is pronounced like that, but it I think it's be. Marjorie. Yeah, I think it um, is. Well, Baby Ruth 03, that's you. That's the Marjorie we're talking about. Love you. Um Something cool I wanted to update you guys on is the podcast video studio. We actually just stepped foot in there yeah. before we recorded because you are able to step foot in it now. It is not completely destroyed. It actually is starting to look a little bit neat. We have all of the electrical outlets built into the wall, which I'm excited about, and built into the ceiling for ultimate convenience. You guys know when you enter a room and there's like, like an, oh, there's an electrical outlet like on the wall, and the, like by your ankle, and then like on the other side of the room? Oh, you know when you fucking well, there's you know, seventeen electrical outlets in the podcast yeah, studio. Yeah, you oh, know why I I did that because I obviously we you know we moved into a new house. I don't know if we said that yet. But we moved into a new house, <laughs> and um, I the, where I wanted my bed was like a little bit like in the center of my room, like it was a little bit too uh, to the left of this one outlet, so that my fucking headboard covers this one outlet. And I'm like, you know what? If that outlet wasn't there. I would have had them put it a little bit more to the left so that it would have been not behind my headboard. So when I was thinking about how I wanted to design the podcast studio, which I haven't even fully thought about yet, I was like, you know what, let's do outlets on the ceilings because we're going to be plugging fucking lights up there or some shit. Smart. Thank you. So Sweet. Outlets on the ceilings, outlets on the walls, outlets on the floor. It's pretty sick. Um, and the room already, you walk in and like you... There's no echo. It's not the acoustics are amazing. The soundproof and, windows are in. Soundproof windows are in the soundproof insulation in, in the wall, So like behind the the drywall, like the, the wall that you see when you look at a wall, that wall is put in. Now they gotta put the regular wall, and then on top of that, they're doing a fabric so that the whole thing just sounds like f- like yeah. a flawless and only half box. For, only half the room is half soundproofed. <laughs> so yeah. and it already sounds like yeah. Good. Yeah. It sounds like when you're talking in there, it sounds like your conscience is speaking to yourself. Yeah. It, Soon it's gonna sound like it gets me in me excited. My own brain. It gets me even more excited to do this podcast and I don't even know if I can be. The only thing that I don't like about the podcast right now is that I have to fucking clean up the wires. <laughs> at the end at the end of recording, I have to wrap up the wires and clean them. And Ethan fucking makes me do it because he knows how to do the audio like tech shit that I don't know how to do. He like transfers the footage and yeah, trade offs. So the trade off is that I have to like like wrap up the extension cord and put it away. I'm complaining about the stupidest shit right now. But uh with the podcast studio, we will not have that. Yeah. We'll just walk away and the mics will be built in. Yep. <laughs> um but cool. This was a this was a really ref- like refreshing episode to be able to do. Thank you guys for allowing us to speak to you guys about things like this. Um it's really really important and it's really healthy for me and I love you guys. I wish we could all be in the same room when we did it. But, like, I think we are. No, like, yeah, we pretty much are. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really, I, I feel like that's the, the vibe. It's just like we're all like, together. Yeah. And uh, love you guys. And we're always going to keep it real on here. So if you want to come back, listen to some more real stuff. I mean, it could be complete stupid bullshit next week. But if that's guys, up to whatever the fuck my brain says when I sit down. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want uh, to be featured at the end of the episode... All you have to do is give the podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and then screenshot that and tweet us a screenshot. Or Spotify. Or Spotify. Or whatever else you stream your podcast on if it's Do different. I have a podcast or, do, or what? Cause I don't think I know. I don't know anything. <laughs> I should know a lot more. Give us a five-star rating and let us know that you did on Twitter. And I'm going to be honest. When I listen to podcasts. Tweet the link. Tweet the hashtag Deeper the Dolan Twins and we will give you a shout-out. Sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, I'm going to be honest. When I listen to podcasts, I mostly do it on YouTube just because I'm like a YouTube native. Mm-hmm. I've been on there since I'm four, five, and I have had a channel for like six years. I remember when we were five, we accidentally watched a video that featured the word boner, and mom <laughs> freaked out and made us turn it off. So that's how long we've been on YouTube for. Well, thank you guys for listening. Happy Father's Day to all the dads. Happy Father's Day to everyone who is a father of... Uh, um, some sort. Of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> and happy Father's Day to Grayson because he's. Oh, fuck. <laughs> all right. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Love you all.